Generation XYZ, it's the voice Pastor Suge on a mission to encourage, inspire, and glorify the kingdom of God. And today, we have a very, very special guest here today on the platform, Mr. Archie Jenkins, getting ready for a real kingdom conversation. And we're blessed to have Mr. Archie, and we're going to be talking about purpose, 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 purpose. Why X, Y, Z? Because God is using us to show off, to do the work as him here on earth as his sons and daughters. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce my guest, Mr. 180, Mr. Archie Jenkins. Let's get him in the building. What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? What's going on, Pastor? How you doing? How you doing, Mr. Archie Jenkins, Mr. 180? It is a blessing to have you here on the Kingdom-based platform, man of God. And we thank you for fellowshipping with us tonight, this evening, or this morning, whenever our listeners are listening to it. Amen. Man, thank you so much for having me, man. For real. And Mr. Archie, we ain't going to hold you, man of God, because we know that time is an essence. So we go jump right into this thing today. Amen. Amen. Go ahead, man. Man, can you start off by telling us who is Mr. 180, Archie Jenkins? Man, Archie J. Jenkins, 33-year-old, um, been through the struggle, man. Been through the struggle, but I didn't let that define me. Um, definitely from Austin, Texas, you know, born in Cali, raised in Texas. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. You already know what it is. Uh, shout out to Texas. Shout out to my Cali family too. But um, I I went through the struggle. Was raised in in a God fearing home. I was raised in a church bound home. I, I I was I had a good upbringing. I'm not even gonna cap and act like I didn't. Um, I I was raised in the suburbs of Austin. Great life. But then when I got older, I decided I wanted to go see what. What everything else was talking about, what the streets was talking about. I thought I was slicker than everything, man. And um, it ended me up in situations. I A lot of people, they, they focus on, oh, he went to prison. But I, I try to tell people it was more than that. It ended me up in situations that I, I was not ready for, that my parents tried to protect me from. But it turned me into the man I am today. Um, I, I, I thank God, no lie. I was talking to my wife, big shout out to my wife, Mrs. 180, Miss LaRonda Jenkins. Um, I was talking to my wife the other day. Gotta give her the shout out. Yeah, I got to give the queen the shout out, you know. Um, I was talking to her and I told her, you know, if I wouldn't have went through the things I went through, I wouldn't be the man and the husband and the father that I am today, the business owner, the, the entrepreneur that I am today. So I'm so grateful for the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, But during those trials, during those things, Mr. 180 was birthed. I remember mm. um, on my third strike and I was in jail fighting for my life. I wasn't even in prison. Yeah, I was in jail and they had, uh, found me on, on first degree felony charges. Like I, they, want, they wanted to give me life. Wow. Um, and I remember when I would tell people if they ever give me a chance at life again, I promise I won't fumble the ball. I promise I, I, I will make everybody that told me I was crazy. I will make them look crazy. And um, I remember I would draw circles. I would draw circles. That's all I would do is draw circles. And okay. um, I love math. I love math. If people that know okay. me know I'm a walking, yeah, I'm a walking calculator, man. And um, 
I was drawing a circle and it just kept, I heard a young man say, man, I'm going to do a 360 when I got out of here. And I, I remember God whispering in my ear saying a 360 will put you back in the same spot. Ooh. A 360 will keep you doing the same thing. A Ooh. 360 will put you back where you started. It might be different this time, but a 360 will put you back where you started. Come um, on now, and, 180. <laughs> um, Come on I, now. I remember when um, I stopped drawing the full circle and I started drawing half circles. And I remember it was a three-day three moment. I had finally beat my case and I was in prison and I was doing it. It was like three to six months I was doing and I knew I was going home. And God whispered in my ear, 180. 180, 180. And I kept asking God, God, what is this? I would write it everywhere. I was the graffiti mm. king. I was writing 180 everywhere. And um, when I wrote down 180, my guy, I, I remember God said, it's a change. The wow. thing about a 180, though, what a lot of people do not understand, and this is the part that I'm glad that you asked get me in, to come, get on, into come, it, get into come get on to your it. podcast and talk about it. It's change is sometimes difficult. And a lot of people don't understand mindset. It's not the fact of changing what you do, but when you change your mindset and you change where you go and you change what you do, you change how you talk, you change how you walk. When it gets hard, sometimes it's easy. It's easy for us to go back to what we know because that's what, that's what's comfortable to us. But when you do the 180, now and I, and I want you to visualize it because I'm, I'm I'm drawing a half circle right now. Mm -hmm. I was born in California, and and I'm gonna put this illustration real real fast. I promise. No, put your we gonna we gonna go. We gonna go. So I was born in California, right? Mm -hmm. But when you do on 180, you you do your finger and do a half circle. Time Boom. Out. Now I la I, I end up in Texas, right? Right. So let let's visualize <laughs> hypothetically. I, I did my 180 and I end up in Texas. Now, when I get to Texas, I have nobody. I don't know anyone. And, and this is just a hypothetical story because it's that mm. my family is in Texas. But I'm, I'm telling people what a 180 really, really feels like. Damn. You get all the way to Texas and you don't know nobody. Mm -hmm. You don't have nobody. You don't know anything. You're starting all the way new. But what makes it different Because if you get to Texas and do the same thing that you were doing in California, you're going to get to the same results. When you get to Texas and you change the mindset, it's the shifting of the mind that says, you know what? I'm going to change what I'm doing. I'm going to change my mindset because clearly what I've been doing isn't working. I keep ending up in prison. I keep doing one minute. I'm doing good. The next minute I'm going crazy. One minute I got some money. The next minute I'm broke. One minute I'm doing this. The next minute, one minute I love everybody. The next, it's like a bipolar behavior, you know. And I'm not gonna get into that. That's another day. But no, 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 Mr. 180. If you go get into it, get all the way into it. We like to meet no fat here on XYZ. Talk about it. The issue that we have in our world today, ma'am, and this okay. is this is what I've learned. Mm -hmm. I've learned that. Us as a people, we're not we're, we're we're not dealing with the main part of the issue. The issue is the mind, 
If you can get the mind under control, the body will be under control. The house will be under control. Ooh. And, and I, I tell people... Mr. Mr. Archie, can I jump in and just jump in there, man? Scripture to it right quick. Go ahead and give it to me, man. Matthew 19 and 26. It says, With God, all things are possible. But Hebrews 11 and 6 okay. goes on and completes the verse, and it says, Without without him, it is impossible. It is to impossible for him. So, Mr. Archie Jenkins, continue what you were saying because it is right on the same accord, man of God. So, it's crazy that you bring up Hebrews 11 and 6. That's actually my favorite verse to talk about. I know Ooh. Hebrews 11 and 1, the Bible says, see, now, now you're going to get me in there. Oh, it's, word, <laughs> Hebrews 11 and 1 says that it, um, it, it says, Without faith, that's 11 and 6. Without faith, it is impossible to please the Lord. Um, yes, and one thing that I learned was that faith, with this 180 life walk that I walk, because I really had to change everything about me. I had to change every mindset. But it was the faith that I know if I do this, God is going to do the rest. He's that's going the part. to do that. <laughs> that's He's the part that we got. See, but the thing is, and it was crazy because when I get to talking about mine, I know I'm jumping a little bit because I know I I got limited time. But if you jump over to Romans 12 and 2, it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And and I'm telling you this (laughs) because the word says that if we get our minds together, then mm. everything else will follow. Okay, 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 okay. So let's go back. So Mr. 180 was locked up in mm-hmm. prison. I didn't know what I was going to do when I came out. I, I just knew I left with a lot of clothes, a lot of shoes, a big house, three cars, money, this and the third, right? So I get out. Mm-hmm. I come home to nothing. Ah, I come home to nothing. And when you come home to nothing, the first thing you're going to do is go back to the original mind. But the thing, I had made a promise to myself. And that's the thing that we have to come with our young people these days is we can bribe them. Hey, please go get good grades. I'll buy you an iPhone. Or please go do this. And I'll get you that. The issue that we're having these days, and they, and they, they might get mad at me, Rev. They might get mad no, at me. No. I'm tired of the Christian people bribing God, because the thing is, is you go in and God, if you do this, I'll do this. But we do not serve a bribing God. And that's the issue that we're having is, oh, well, I'll live right if you get me out of this situation. Oh, I'll do this if you bless me with a new house. Lord, I'll praise you if everything goes okay. Where did they say that it was going to be easy? And that's the part when I promised myself that, hey, change has got to come. So I was walking around and I was saying, okay, it's 180 life, 180-L-I-F-E. And then it hit me. Okay, Archie, we got to stop living for I. And a lot of people are like, man, why do you spell it L-Y-F-E? Because now I did the 180. I'm moving around. I'm, life was throwing me rock after rock after rock. But okay. then I had to start realizing I got to understand why am I living? 
And that comes to the topic that you take. It was crazy that you texted to me earlier because the purpose and the, the purpose on my life. And when God starts showing me the purpose at that time, I didn't have any children. I had a lot of nephews. I had a lot of nieces. I'm the neighborhood uncle. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm the neighborhood uncle. So everybody call me Uncle Archie. I feel you on that. You get where I'm coming from? So at that I time, that. I said, okay, well, Archie, why? Why do we need to do a 180? And it had hit me because you know what? I have to show the world wow. that it's not how you start. And the ones that they count out. Are the ones that they're gonna have to count on. I'm just I, I again I'm gonna say it for those in the back. The ones that they count out will be the ones that they're going to have to count on. And, so, and can I finish that? Go ahead, finish go, go that ahead Doc. Right there to advance the kingdom of God. Yes, sir. The ones who they counted out. Yes, sir. The the, yes, sir. the ones who work picked first, the ones who work thought of as the poster children or the correctly labeled PK kids. Yes, sir. Um, those are the kids. Those are the ones who God is using to advance his kingdom. Yes, sir. So, so Mr. 180, when we talk about purpose, man of God, and trust me, I'm going to let you continue. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Because you came with a word, yeah. and that was me in the background ripping up. The the plan purpose the plan purpose of this uh kingdom conversation because man of God you came with a word today and I really want to let you get into that but God is using you in your area He was using you way back then mm-hmm. to advance the kingdom of God even if you didn't realize it even if you didn't see it just by you making the distinction between a one eighty and a three sixty yes sir you were able to advance the word of God through your life. Man, yes, God, keep, keep going, keep going. Man, I don't even want to say nothing. The, the thing is this, man, and, and, and this is to encourage you and anybody out there. This is the thing. I remember, I remember when, when they used to say I was too loud. They said I was too loud. I, I was yeah. one of the ones, you know, I wasn't in the sports. You know, I, my hair was big. My lips was big. I was this. I was loud. They, oh man, you're too loud now. And I and I I was talking to my cousin the other day, and I said it's crazy. They pay me to be loud. They pay me all this money to come and be loud at their conventions and at their projects and different things of that. But God showed me that it's the people. When I say count it out, the ones that were bullied, the ones that were dared to be different. You remember? And I was raised in the '90s. You're you're a little bit younger than I was. Than I am, you know what I'm saying? But I was raised in the 90s, early 2000s, where if you dared to be different, they would silence you. If you dared to be different, they would talk about you. If isn't, you dared to isn't that what we're going through a little bit of the same thing do, in the current day, though? Do you hear me? But the thing, but the thing is this though. The thing is this now the dare to be different is at the front of the line, giving mm. out the hand. I'm speaking to anybody that's listening to this now, and I feel the presence of the Lord in this place, that I speak to everybody that dares to be different, that you will be the lender and not the borrower. You will be the front of the line, not the back. You will be the head, not the tail. You will be the one answering the questions. 
you know what? I, and, and I, I it's feel it. <laughs> I'm gonna let you have it, man. All meat, no fat. <laughs> all meat, no fat. We don't believe in pressing the brakes. We believe in all gas here on XYZ. So, man of God, talk. Go, go in the depth. Go deeper. This also, is who were counted out, bullied, gave up on, talked about, refused. Kick to the curb. Talk to them right quick. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you a little story. I'm going to make this really, really quick. When I was You're good, four, man, you good. 14, 13, if you've read the book, if you caught my book, a couple of my magazines, you've heard the story. I was raped and molested. And I remember I after, get that, by the way. I after, get that. yeah, after that, um, I started dealing with self-esteem issues. And when I started dealing with self-esteem issues, I started thinking, like, I, I really started going through mental battles. You know what I'm saying? I was ugly. I was this. I was that. I'm telling you this story because I know somebody out there might be dealing with a self-esteem issue. But they let are. me explain something to you. One thing that God showed me when I was incarcerated, when I started 180 Life, he said, you're going to be the answer. And one thing about being the answer, if you can solve a problem, mm. it, you become the answer. You become the successful one. One thing about it, and, and, and I'm going to go through some of my friends, it, um, it, a couple of them that you probably listened to, is, you know, you, you, you needed a microwave. Guess what? The guy was the answer because he was able to warm up, the, and then the microwave was created. Um, um, let's, let's talk about the wash machine. Um, we needed to clean our clothes, and they had a way. They became the answer. You know what I'm saying? Then we could even go into Tesla. You know, oh, well, we want, didn't want to pollute the air. He became an answer. You get where I'm coming from? And that's the thing is, is I want to talk to some people that were counted out, but they're the answer. And if you put God first, if you put and you help uplift the kingdom, I promise, and I put this on everything I love, because I feel, again, I feel the presence of the Lord in this place. I'm telling, I'm, I'm telling you, Pastor, I'm, I'm telling you all the qualifications that they said that you won't be, God will open up a door. <laughs> oh, man, I just seen an illustration. I'm, I'm, I, I got to give the illustration real quick. And it might be a little bit older for you, man. So back in the day, they had Super Nintendo. They had Nintendo okay. Super Nintendo, right? And if We you, got some millennials on here. Okay, okay, okay. So if you got on Super Nintendo... If you knew the code to go in the air on Mario, you get into Mario, boom. If you jumped in the air and you went through this back room, you would skip three to four levels. But you can pick what level it is. Mm. I just seen God tell me. He said, listen, you won't even have to go through what everybody went through who is in the position that you're about to walk into. Wow. I'm just, I don't know where it came from. I don't know who it's for. But I'm telling you, the doors are about to open up. And I'm telling you, because if you walk in purpose, if you walk in purpose, and if you walk in, in honesty, and, and, and man, it, that has to come with your purpose, God's going to open up the windows of heaven for you. God is going to blow your mind. I just, that man, and that's what he's been doing with me, man. That, that's man. really what he's been doing with me. And let's go deeper because you talked about honesty. And let's and people when they hear honesty, they think about telling the truth. But really, I think of honesty as living truth. So when you talk about 180, 
if mm-hmm. you talk about where you started and where you are now, where did it become personal for you in that journey to say, you know what, I'm going to live true according to my purpose, not according to the world? I'm glad that you put honesty in this question together because I'm about to get as transparent as it can man. be. The thing I, I is this, the thing, the thing is this, man. I remember God had taken me on the journey. I quit my job. I was going after, I was making good money. Mm-hmm. And I remember I thought I was that guy. Wait, so we get real on XYZ. You got to make it plain. Yeah, were you so, hustling or were you No, 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 no. I was working. working. I, I was, I, I okay. 180 life was doing this thing. We just. We gotta make it plain. Okay, we, no, no, no. I'm working. I'm, I'm, gotcha. I'm going to work. I, I had just got my first photography deal. I had just got my first gotcha. tour. You get okay. where I'm coming from, mind so you. Going in the right direction. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a hundred percent right. But one thing about it, and I'm, I'm going to tell people this, and I'm just being real with you. If you don't put God first, everything He give you, He can take away. Just like He gave it to you, He will take it away. And I promise you, within nine months of the contract signing, after the listen, the contract was over. They had already paid me. Everything was gone. And and my wife, you can call her and ask her. We had hit rock bottom. It was all over Facebook. Man, what are they doing? We was the couple with goals, red bottoms, this BMW, that nothing. Every they picked up the cars, they put us out the house, everything was gone, my guy. Boom. Then God showed me because I was like, What happened? My my marriage had went a, a mess. I'm I'm being real now. I'm being transparent. My marriage, my marriage was on the rocks. You know, my life, I was having mental issues. We had just lost one of our kids. You know what I'm saying? It was it was a lot going on, and we lost all our money. What like what, God? What are you doing? And God showed me you got too big. You got too big. I had to, you 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 know, and I just had to be. And then it became personal, and I I, I bounced back, and we went and got a nice apartment, and we're doing this and we're doing that. Four months later, guess what? Rock bottom again. Wow. And that time was the time, was the moment that God showed me until you put me first, until you give me all the glory, until you give me all the honor, do right by God, then right by my wife. Ooh. I, I'm just being real. The more be right by the people around me. Now, when I walk into the business meetings, you you can pull up the mug shots if you want to. They're already out there. I don't care. You can pull up the backstories. Hey, hey, hey Mister Mister Archie, Mister One Eight. I gotta just because you dropping so many gems right now, and this is for and I'm not just talking about for the younger audience, but for generations X, Y, and Z. Right? Yes, sir. Now. Yes, sir. I, I want to let let's take a couple. Let's do the jerk right quick for those who were around 2005, 2006 Cali era. Uh, Mr. One Eighty, you said. <laughs> Man, I'm trying to unpack this in my spirit because <laughs> yes, sir. This is this is the Holy Spirit. You said that it wasn't until the second yes, sir. time, yes, sir, that you really figured it out. So you said nine months and then another four month period. Yes, sir. So this is a twelve month year long struggle battle. Right. You're in the middle of warfare. Yes, sir. 
I want you to specifically talk about the bounce back. What did you do in between the bounce back when you were trying to, when you were getting on your feet? How were you reconnecting with the Lord? How was your relationship with yourself beginning to say, okay, I'm lining up with the same cadence God has for me in my purpose? See, that that was the issue. I, I You say lining up with the same cadence. God had to change the cadence. He Ooh. had to change the walk. He, he had to change the talk. It had to stop being about Mr. 180. Yeah, it, it, it was, it was, my name was in lights and God had to send me, it, <laughs> man, let me tell you, I have went to church, mind you, I'm the worship leader, I can sing, God, you know, if I tell, lift your hands and tell God, thank you, they lifted their hands, if I, uh, shout glory, they doing all that, and God had to sit me down in the back of the church, where I would walk in and no one would speak. Like they, wow. you don't know me. I'm the worship leader. What do you mean? Wow. Everybody. And God had put me in a situation where no, nobody's going to stop and get me a towel and get me a water. And God had to really sit me down. But then he also had to show me where he had to show me where he had to love me Ooh. in spite of my mess. And he had to confront, he had to show me my wrong. Wow. But it came with a lot of prayer because I felt like I was at the beginning of 180 all over again. Studios had already was already thriving. I already had two two clothing stores, man. I was already, you know what I'm saying? I was and, that and, guy. And on my end, I always tell anybody that I'm advising, counseling, encouraging. Prayer makes way for your purpose. Man. And you said it. You said I prayed. I and man and man of God, I don't want to take prayer lightly because nowadays we take that time with God and going to God with our problems and going to Him saying, Lord, what do I do? We take that very lightly. But I, I just want people to understand that you said prayer led to you finding purpose i i'm gonna say it like this prayer was my main i would pray so much wow that people like when i did start getting booked again i would have to arrive early because i gotta pray i gotta I, I, I gotta pray i gotta before i go and make a decision i gotta pray about it hey that's I, what people don't see yeah hey <laughs> You prayer was so big. I remember when uh, my wife was pregnant with my son, and I root. I would pray every night, uh, and and I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you this, okay? So mm -hmm. before my son was born, we had we had two other children before that that we lost, okay? So when she got pregnant with my son, and you know we were afraid and you know i was like god you got to give me the strength because i got to be strong for my wife and god mm -hmm. you're gonna have to raise up you told me that this he he promised me you you know i was in prayer like now i'm a prayer warrior but long story short man i prayed for nine months until that boy was born right well mm -hmm. during during delivery some things went bad with the delivery my son came out screaming at the top of his lungs. I'm talking about screaming, screaming, screaming. They couldn't get him to calm down. At that time, they rushed my wife into emergency surgery. And I remember walking over there and I said, son, 
it's dead. And I promise in the middle, in the middle of me saying that, that boy had been screaming for 20 minutes, 20 minutes. Cause I was trying to check on him and his mom at the same time. Mm-hmm. That boy stopped screaming. And I started singing, Jesus loves me. This I know. They said, oh, he knows your voice. I said, no, he knows, he knows the voice of the Lord that the Lord gave to me to give to him. Because when I tell you I have prayed, now I get to praying. That boy could be in the middle of talking. Well, he well, going to well, stop. Well, King, King, what did God tell David to tell Solomon? And, oh, man, woo. come on now. Come on now, this is kingdom. This is kingdom. That prayer life, that prayer life, and and I'm telling people, because the thing was, I remember when I was growing up, mama used to anoint us before we went to school. Mama would pray. My mama would pull oil in the shoes. You be walking Ooh. like walking the shoes. Why is my shoes like, man? God. I'm like, what is face, this? They would think that it was. They would think it was baby oil. No, this is prayer oil. You hear me, man? And that's where we have to continue as parents, as Ooh. kingdom builders, is pray over our children and and explain to them. Listen how important prayer is. And I'm going to say this, and I'm not going to see when it comes to prayer. I tell people prayer is the relationship. And I, when I speak on relationships, because I speak on it very, I, I, that is my, that is where my go-to is relationships. Because I, I speak about it where you got to get your relationship with God right. You can't, it, it, it's just like this. And I'm going to give this to you quick. I'm going to give it to you quick, man of God. I met my wife. If I would have never talked to her, she would I would have known nothing about her. She would have known nothing about me. I'm but because I, because I spoke to her and I talked to her. But wait, 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 wait. What if I would have only called her when I needed $20 to put air or gas in my car? What if I only would have called her when mm. it was time to go do something fun? What if I only would have called her when I was doing good? I wouldn't know her favorite color is purple. I wouldn't know none of these. What if I would have never said, and, and, and this is the part that gets me, and I'm going to drop this bomb, man, because people say, oh, I prayed in my head. I didn't say nothing. If you told your wife, you told your girlfriend, if there's some women out there, your boyfriend, and mm-hmm. you told your mama, your daddy, your sister, your brother, and, or your kids, and you said it in your head, they'll never know that you love them because you said it in your head. But that comes to the point of prayer. That is your time to build your relationship with the Father. Because you only you can't go to him only when I need something. God, I'm coming to you just to tell you thank you. Lord, I'm coming to you. Prayer is so important because it strengthens your relationship, man. It strengthens your relationship. Boom. Hey, you did just drop a bomb on us, man of God. Because relationship over religion, relationship over ritual, relationship over I just prayed in my head. It's got to be a relationship and it's got to be a real relationship. And man of God, if you could encourage anybody trying to make a 180, trying to find that real relationship, looking at you saying, I want to be like Archie Jenkins, what would you tell him? Through all the adversity, 
stay the course. Mm. You might mess up. You might some days feel like throwing in the towel. You might mess up. Keep getting up. Keep getting up. Keep showing up. Keep showing up. And let me tell you this. <laughs> a wise man told me this a month ago. If you keep showing up to dinner, eventually they're going to feed you. <laughs> That's cold. That's cold, man of God. That's cold. <laughs> I want to tell people, and I want my legacy to be, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And remember, put God first. Because you'll be in a situation, you don't want to be in a situation like me, where God told me, I'm going to put you in a situation where only I can get the glory. And he did just that. But do understand, every, nobody said it was going to be easy. Nobody said that it was going to be peaches and cream. I don't like peaches and cream anyway. So nobody <laughs> said it was going to be peaches and cream. But do understand you're going to go through adversity, but stay the course and build your relationship with God. And know he will bring you through. I'm done, brother. I'm done. I'm, I'm done, Pastor. I'm done. Well, Archie, Mr. 180, author, CEO, show host, and a voice of the kingdom of God. Man of God, we just thank you. We appreciate you. Because that if, if it didn't touch nobody else, which I know it did, it sure touched me. And I appreciate you for blessing us with your presence on Generation XYZ. It's a blessing. And I just invite you back, man of God. When we have our kingdom, Ecclesia, you got to be in the house we would yes, love sir. to have your enthusiasm and also your wisdom, man of God. Yes, and if I could do anything, can I just speak into your life right now before we go, before, yes, before we get offline? Man of God, continue to be the influence. Continue to be the encouragement. Continue to let God speak through you. Because today, man, we, we we touch new territory in the kingdom. My God. Yes, sir. And and today, I just thank you for the fellowship, man of God. I appreciate you, and I'm glad we have you. Is there anything you want to promote, leave our listeners with? Tell them how they could contact you, too. Listen. How they can, get, how they can follow you, how they can see you. <laughs> you guys can come follow me all on Facebook, Instagram. Archie J. Jenkins on Facebook, on Instagram. 180life underscore 180show. You can go to 180life.com, 180lyfe.com. Get your subscriptions. I am the owner of 180life Enterprise Magazine, an international magazine for everybody. It's a read for everybody. We've been blessed to work with some of the greats of the greats, and we are grateful to continue to grow. So we want you to get on this 180life train with us and be encouraged. That's, that, that's it. That's all, man. Be encouraged, man. Yeah, be encouraged. Be encouraged, XYZ. We thank you all for joining us tonight, this evening, or this morning, whenever you are listening to this interview podcast platform where less is more. We believe in less religion and more relationship with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And we have been blessed. Archie Jenkins, Mr. 180, author, CEO, show host, and voice of the kingdom we thank you for joining